if you don't know what the energy is that you carry in each of these centers, you don't know what other people find valuable about you and ultimately what they will feel safe paying you for. If you can't learn to see yourself how others see you, you don't have awareness of how to leverage this energy for your clients. Welcome to Wealthy and Aligned with Human Design, a podcast dedicated to helping you use your energy to attract the energy of money into your life and business. I'm Danielle, a retired registered nurse turned human design expert and mentor. I take time in this podcast to discuss, contemplate, and decode some of the mysteries around our unique energy and around the energy of money. Subscribe to never miss an opportunity to awaken to your true potential and expand your wealth consciousness in life and in business. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I have been hearing a lot from you all around what you would like more information on through these podcasts, and I'm listening. I hear you. And recently, I did a story, who, and I asked you all what you would like to learn more about when it came to the energy centers of your human design chart, and all of you gave me lots of feedback. And I was able to create a podcast that answered your questions and I think really does a good job about giving you a place to start with where you are right now. So even if you are just finding human design for the first time, or maybe you have been living in the experiment for a while, this podcast will help to expand your understanding on the energy you carry in your energy centers of your human design body graph. The energy centers in your human design body graph are the geometric shapes that are either colored in or white, and each shape carries different energy and allows for support in different ways for your life. I use the energy centers with my clients to help determine what kind of offer best suits their business and what business model will support growing into that offer for a multi six-figure business. Because your energy centers are really the access point to your strengths, your gifts and talents in life. And our businesses need to complement our strengths, our natural strengths and gifts so that other people can find us and see us as the obvious answer to their problem. And since this podcast uses the energy of human design in business specifically, I will be referring to the energy here as it can support you in business mostly. But like I said, I think this information is for everyone, even if you aren't looking to start a business right now. Um, This will really help you put some perspective into what it is that you're working with. So it will not be a super detailed, you know, all encompassing layout of the energy centers, but it will give you an access point of what these centers can offer you for your success. Because I could literally do an entire podcast on each center. And I may do that one day. If you would like a 
really detailed explanation of all the energy centers. If that's something important to you, please let me know. You can find me on Instagram at HD by Danielle, or you can just shoot me an, uh, an email or find me on Facebook. Let me know. And um, I would love to just find out more about what you guys want to hear on these podcasts. What do you think would serve you the most? And I will create content specifically for you. Here in this podcast, I will be going into what I call the high frequency expression of each center. And I will also give you examples of low frequency use of the energy in each center so that you can just, again, find out where you sit, find out where maybe some patternings have shown up in your life over the years and see where you might experience the most conditioning in your energy centers. If you don't know what the energy is that you carry in each of these centers, you don't know what other people find valuable about you and ultimately what they will feel safe paying you for. If you can't learn to see yourself how others see you, you don't have awareness of how to leverage this energy for your clients. You will spend a lot of time guessing and in trial and error instead of in the money-making activities of your business and trusting that what you have is exactly what somebody else needs. When I used to do human design readings, I would end up wanting to spend extra time with people in their energy centers because I found them to carry such insight into our behaviors and our belief patterns. Knowing what you have at a baseline in these centers also allows you to recognize what you don't have access to consistently. It also allows you to give yourself permission to release a lot of stuff that really isn't even yours to begin with. When I discovered the power of these centers in my own life and then took the energy I had into my business and used it to call in money, it really enhanced what I already knew to be true about myself and solidified what I needed to spend time on understanding in a different way than I had been. So follow along with your own chart as I go through the energy centers and offer you some ways to navigate and understand your own energy here. Okay, so let's start with the head center, which is the top triangle. And this is really a pressure center. So Defined energy here, if you're colored in here, you are the energy of inspiration. So you provide inspiration, thoughts, ideas to other people. And if you're open here, you actually receive inspiration. So receiving inspiration can be finding it from other people, from divine source, from your environment. That's how the center works here. And remember, when you're defined you have consistent, stable energy that you can tap into. When you're open, the energy is inconsistent. It doesn't mean you don't have it. It just means it's inconsistent. And so you're going to be getting energy from external of you, depending on who you're with and where you are in your life. 
The thought energy we carry is a very conditioned one for us. We have all been conditioned to believe primarily that our thoughts are what guides us and that from our thoughts, we should run our life. And what anyone else says is safe or dangerous should be what we listen to. So we formulate beliefs based on everyone else's beliefs and thought energy, and we take them in and own them as our own in this center, which then creates pressure around those thoughts. And then we, we think we need to act on, do something about, or change who we are based on thoughts that really aren't even ours to begin with. If we haven't questioned our thoughts, if we haven't questioned our beliefs and find, figured out where our patterning has come from, then we really can't say if they're really ours or not. And, you know, just to clarify for all these energy centers, whether you're defined or open, I know human design teaches in all the books that if you're open, that's where you carry your most conditioned states of energy. And I just want to say that with myself and with a lot of my clients, not all of us can relate to that being truth. So like I experienced deep conditioning in my will center and I have a defined will. So depending on your conditioning depends on how you experience the energy here. So like I said, just look at yourself, find patterns for your own energy. Don't compare it to anything else around you. Whatever the books say, don't do that. Just look to really see where am I experiencing this? Where am I sitting in low frequency? Where am I sitting in high frequency? And what are the patterns? And do I tend to sit low? Do I tend to sit high? And then how can I move to a higher state of being here? So in high frequency, the head center is all about allowing the thoughts to be something you check against your strategy and your authority, not necessarily to take action with. And you're also allowing pressure to just be what happens. Like it's just normal to experience pressure around thoughts and you just don't make it mean anything you have to do something about. Now, if you're sitting in low frequency, you allow the thoughts to be something that actually run your life. You make decisions from, and you allow the thoughts to become overwhelming. And this produces anxiety for yourself with a mismanaged thought energetic brain, we allow our thoughts to run our life instead of us managing the energy of our thoughts. And so I really find this helpful. When you think about thought energy as just that, oh, my thoughts are just energy. I can choose to use that energy, take it into consideration, or I can choose to release it. And if you're defined here and you're really like confused, well, is it my thought or not my thought? Just check everything against your strategy and your authority and question where they came from in the first place. Always ask, is this mine? Is this energy really mine? Now the Anja Center, which is the second triangle down, so it's like the inverted triangle, um, this is the an awareness center. And if you're defined here, you have a defined opinion and point of view. And this is actually part of your gift. Others need your opinion and points of view. They need to know what you have to say. If you're open here, you are able to see different viewpoints equally, and you're open to all of them. And you recognize that you don't need to be certain about any one of them. They're just something to consider. Now, if you sit in the high frequency here, you are very aware that you have opinions and viewpoints 
that may not be for everyone. And you recognize that the use of this energy is not to try to convince anyone of anything. It's just simply to share and sharing from a place of non-attachment for like the outcome of what you're going to say or bring up. You're just sharing for the sake of discussion or suggestion. And a low frequency use of this energy is really all around convincing. So you're, you get the thought, you formulate your opinion, your viewpoint, and then you're trying to convince or pressure others to believe what it is that you're saying. And this can also look like you're trying to convince yourself, you know, f- that this is the correct and right way of doing and being. The throat center is our manifestation center. This is the center that we actually bring about our physical manifestations, our 3D reality. So obviously the throat center is where we carry our words. And I just teach around this throat center. It's really important to use words that are spoken with intention. So if this is defined for you, then your words, your truth needs to be spoken out. It's very powerful energy here because defined throat energy carries influence. It carries power. And all of us are looking for truth. We are all attracted towards truth, even though it's not very popular. I may or may not know something about that. It is always necessary and it is always in the highest frequency, which I'll get to in a minute. Your truth really does need to be heard and it needs to be spoken out loud. This is how we use our frequency to tell universal intelligence, basically set up frequency for universal intelligence to respond to with. So that's why I say it's very important to get clear around the intention of the words before you speak them out and then be aware of how they're affecting other people um, moving forward. So open, open energy center here, the open throat, really you need to use cautiousness around your speaking out and being very aware of where you are when you are speaking. Uh, an open throat risks being misunderstood or just not heard when someone um, is speaking out of alignment for the time and situation they're in, or maybe they're around misaligned people. You know, I've also heard some open throats tell me that the pressure around their throat is palpable and they find themselves like interrupting people, speaking over people, or even stuttering, losing their, you know, singing voice has been an issue because there is a pressure around the throat center and it's on purpose. We have to have pressure so we get our words out. So we all feel that pressure. You know that pressure you feel when they say, let's take a moment of silence. And that minute goes like you think it's going to never end, but that's because there's pressure around our throats to fill silence with words. And unless we recognize how to handle the pressure that sits around our throat, we really don't manage our words very well. Like we can allow our words to um, just kind of flow out of us without really any intention or thought behind them. And the high frequency of this center is basic awareness around the intentions of the words that you are speaking out. And speaking truth 
in a way that is received. So you might want to test the waters in your environment and the people you're with, with a few sentences or words with intention to see how they're received before you go even further in that water. And a low frequency expression of this energy is really speaking too much, just over speaking, trying to get attention for speaking, speaking even though no one is really listening. So let's move on to the identity center, which is also called the G center. This is the center for self-love and literal direction in life and also carries our energy of worthiness, self-worthiness, self-love, right? So if this is defined energy, you have a defined sense of self-worth and a direction in life that, you know, takes kind of over for you. Like I know where I'm going and I'm going to get there. And you are very attractive to those who resonate with your direction in life and they want to go where you're going. Um, And you're not for everyone. This energy is very fine-tuned. It's very specific. So that's great because that means that the ones you are for are extremely loyal. And being open in this area really says that your direction in life is found through your environment and by sampling the direction of others to find out what really works for you and where you're going. I have this center wide open and I can attest to say that I literally need a Google Maps open on my phone at all times. Like I need someone to to definitely give me directions for where I'm going when I'm not already super familiar with where I'm going. So I can say for me, directions, I need them. But the way this energy works for me is I can see very deeply which is the right way for me and which is not the way for me. So it really helps in business to know that other people do business the way they do business, but that I can take a peek inside their business, um, inside their offers, the way they're working their business, and I can decide if I like it or if I don't like it. Um, Being very open here, you will be very sensitive to your environment. So trusting that whatever you're getting, like, I would, I don't like to be there. This doesn't feel good. Just trust it. It's like there's something in the environment that's just not setting well with you. Now, a high frequency expression of this energy is a very strong, confident sense of self-worth. Um, you definitely know where you're going and you trust that, you know, trusting in that in yourself is going to get you where you're meant to go. Now, a lower frequency expression here is relying on everyone outside of you to have answers for where you are going. And you allow your self-worth to be determined by external circumstances or environments. You're not seeing the innate worthiness of yourself as a whole and complete individual on your own as valuable and magnetic as you naturally are. So the ego center, or otherwise referred to as the heart center, is really the center for willpower. Uh, This holds commitment and ego desire energy and really acts as a motor for the rest of the energy in our chart as well. So if you have this defined, you are motivated by your desires and they are here to lead you to the next lesson and journey 
in life. And this really does feel like an energetic pull towards what you desire. Because this acts like a motor, it will feel like a strong ability to get through something. And with actual willpower, you can. You finish what you start, but with overuse of this energy and not giving it any time to rest in between big pushes, you can burn out. So if you're open here, this doesn't mean you don't have willpower or commitment energy. It just means it isn't consistent for you. And it also means you came here and incarnated with nothing to prove to anyone, even yourself. You get the energy to fulfill your commitments when you are checking your commitments against your strategy and your authority. So a high frequency version of this energy is checking commitments against the strategy and the authority, not being pushy with this energy or forcing people to do things your way, making your desires their desires, using your motivation in your life to help get others what they desire for themselves, and understanding that everyone has a different level of commitment that works for them. Some low frequency behaviors or characteristics are pushy or bossy, narcissistic behaviors, exerting force onto others to get them to do something or commit to something, overworking and not allowing the work or commitment to end when it's time, defining achievement or success in life based on overcommitment and proving yourself to others is another low frequency expression of this energy. The next energy center is the sacral energy center. And this is where creative life force energy sits. This energy feels enthusiastic. Um, enthusiasm towards desire lies here. This energy is very contagious. I also describe it as a visceral feeling. You can feel sacral energy when you're paying attention. Um, and it, you know, others can feel it and they like the way it feels. So if you have sacral energy, you'll hear me talk a lot around, make sure you have boundaries, around your creative life force energy and that you're paying attention to what really lights this life force up for you. So if you're open here, you amplify the creative life of others. Like this energy is something that you take on and amplify. You can also tap into this for yourself. It is again, like I said, a visceral feeling that can also become kind of addictive for you. So it's just important to watch if you're open here, are you borrowing sacral energy that won't be around forever? Or are you actually tapped into your creative life force energy? In the high frequency, this is really energy to be used like a battery. So knowing when enough is enough for the day is in alignment. This is the highest use of this energy. It runs out like a battery juice will run out. It just needs to be recharged at the end of the day. Um, again, you use this energy wisely. You're sparing with it. You don't pour all your liquid gold on one thing and hope you have energy for the rest of the things that you want to do for the day. And you create and adhere to boundaries. So you are really aware of your own desires as opposed to taking on the energy of others' enthusiasm and other desires for yourself. A low frequency expression of the sacral energy 
is saying yes when you really want to say no. So all of that has to do with not really manning your boundaries very well, not allowing yourself to rest when the energy runs out, not protecting your energy and allowing others to tap into it when it's not in alignment for you to, um, not allowing yourself to get enough rest, not allowing yourself to decompress your aura and allow complete recharge of the energy here. Those are all different ways the lower frequency likes to kind of hijack our energy here. Next, we'll talk about the solar plexus. This is where emotional energy is carried. This is an awareness center, and it is the energy of emotional awareness. So if this is defined, you carry the emotional energy, and it operates in waves for you. And the job here is really for you to become aware of how this works for you. How does your emotional energy present and how do you process your emotional energy? Because how you process emotional energy is going to give you information for what is clarity and neutrality and unattachment for you. So you must get to know this energy. You have to know how it affects you, how long your waves are, what you get from your waves, what different time frames this happens. I mean, I tell my clients, you need to look at a four-week period and give yourself four weeks of really understanding where your highs are, where your lows are, what triggers you, what waves feel like, and then go on from there. So if you're open here, you are literally picking up the emotional energy of everyone else, right? Remember, open acts as either a sponge or a screen door for energy. And when we're not really sure if it's our emotional energy or not, we tend to act like it's ours and we act like the sponge. We soak it up and hang on to it for dear life instead of what is really the truth for us, which is acting as the screen door, letting it move in and out as it comes, allowing it to be inconsistent and not allowing ourselves to you know, really attached to the emotional energy of others. So you are really the true definition of an emotional empath here. You literally feel people's pain. You can literally feel it in your body. And you often think the emotions are yours. And when you think the emotional energy is yours, you can think you have to act or react against this emotional energy. Emotional energy is not here to induce reaction and you know tell us what we need to do next. It's here to be processed. So that's a very big distinction. And as human beings, our journey to working with this energy is really around learning how to become emotionally intelligent in this area of our lives. A high frequency of this energy center and, and really becoming aware of how this works for you is allowing yourself to become clear, taking time to become clear on what emotional energy you carry and not allowing your actions or words to come from a place of reaction, okay? Allowing the waves of emotional energy to move through you without attaching or reacting to them. Um, also, do not suppress emotions and don't allow yourself to be afraid of their bigness. The high expression here welcomes emotional energy really as a way of finding things out for yourself. So allow neutrality to set in, 
before any major decisions or commitments are made. You are able in high frequency to confront emotional energy with empathy and discernment around it. Low frequency behavior patterns are reactivity. So allowing your actions and words to be said and done from an emotionally reactive place. Your emotions are dictating your decisions. You're holding on to emotions instead of processing them or seeing emotional energy as overwhelming. So it is avoided altogether. Um, You might even avoid confrontation for fear of evoking emotional reactivity in someone else. And all of that is just signs that this energy needs more attention from you. The root center carries our adrenaline energy, and this operates in pulses and in cycles. Defined energy here means you have an ability to create momentum from this center and move through life with a strong sense of grounded trust. If you're open here, you might feel an unreliable sense of adrenaline energy, like you get started doing something and then just out of the blue, you're just, I don't have the energy to finish it. What happened? When you're open here, it's important to remember to be flexible with timing and with deadlines and getting things done. You must develop a deep trust that there is enough time for what is meant to get done and only doing the things that are in alignment for you against your strategy and your authority. Again, we're always checking our decisions and our commitments and our actions and our words against our strategy and our authority. So trust in having the energy you need to get things done when you are in alignment with that. The high frequency expression of this energy center trusts in divine timing. You don't allow FOMO or fear of missing out to be what guides your decisions and your actions. You ride the wave of adrenaline pressure when it is available and you know that when it's suddenly gone, it will come back when it's absolutely perfect timing. Low frequency expression of this energy is when you're relying on deadlines to give you your adrenaline rush. So for example, you procrastinate getting something done and you know, well, at the very last minute, I always seem to pull through. Then you have a relationship with the center that says, I wait for my adrenaline to pulse through me at the very last minute. And what you're doing is you're allowing the pressure of running out of time to overwhelm you, which then forces you to go get the thing done because adrenaline is overwhelming you. Uh, You also might find yourself obsessed about productivity or even expecting others to be the most productive. The spleen center is the energy of intuitive awareness. When this center is defined, you have a strong, reliable sense of intuition. When it is open, you are more susceptible of picking up the fears and anxieties around you from the collective and process them through your own conditioning along with everyone else's intuitive aspects around you. So a lot goes on in this center around fear. The high frequency expression of this energy center is you're able to release things of a lower nature to make room for higher frequency 
items or relationships or habits. You align yourself to synchronicities. You align yourself to the universal opportunities that come along. And you don't attach yourself to fear or anxiety. And you really do listen to that in the moment intuitive awareness you get. You create a relationship with the center and you don't second guess it. You also have a healthy immune system. And you know this because you aren't frequently sick or battling chronic illness. Now, the low expression of this energy is chronically sick or depleted immunity. This isn't just like the occasional cold, although it could be an example of low frequency sitting around here. But if you're chronically sick, then there's something that you need to look at. And oftentimes people will see this in you before you see it in yourself because we don't see the things that are blocking us and keeping us from moving forward before other people do. It's just we don't know what we don't know. Another low expression of this energy is holding on to the things that no longer serve you or really the things that you are just afraid to let go of. And those can be people, those can be substances, those can be behaviors, right? So those are all low frequency that if, if let go of will make room for the higher, more aligned things in your life to come through. Again, this is a very basic explanation and guide, you know, to these energy centers. Like I said, I could literally do an entire podcast on each one. So listen to this information, maybe a couple of times and jot down notes as you see yourself and what you hear information like this needs to have time to integrate and soak into your awareness to really make sense for you. I like to take a month, really, of feeling into each center to really get to know where my baseline is for each one. And by doing that, you get to really see how each one shows up in your life and in what ways it shows up. Because a lot of this energy can be very sneaky and subtle and nuanced. So I'm always looking for where do I tend to lean into more of? Am I leaning into high frequency? What situations tend to take me back to low frequency and why? So I encourage you, really get to know your conditioning without being afraid of it. Conditioning isn't wrong or bad or shouldn't have happened. Conditioning is all about here's what you need to be aware of to get you where you really want to go. In Wealthy and Aligned, we use your energy centers to get a solid place to build from. We look at what frequency the energy is sitting in now. Is it low or high? And we together make moves to keep your energy leaning into a higher frequency more and more so that you can be the most magnetic opportunity for those soul-aligned clients who are waiting for you to show up in this higher frequency. Apply now for Wealthy and Aligned Spots for February and March. This is really the work that will allow you to build your $100,000 business from a place of clarity, confidence, and precise use of momentum, and then allow you to grow as your client base does without worrying around you know, am I going to burn out? Am I going to give in to overwhelm? Will it work? It is really a specialized container that provides the results if you are willing to look at and grow your business differently than anyone else, which 
is how business as a way to serve humanity was really intended to be. You get to be supported by your business operating around your energy. And in that way, you allow for universal intelligence to bring you more and more soul-aligned clients. Okay, my friends, until next week, here's to getting wealthy through alignment. Thank you for listening. And if you know someone who could benefit from using human design and universal law in their life, it would mean the world to me if you would take just a few seconds and share this podcast with them. It allows me to reach even more people with the message that abundance is our birthright. And I am so grateful for the opportunity to help get money in the hands of soul aligned entrepreneurs. When soul aligned entrepreneurs make money, we change the world in massive ways.